You're listening to the Workshop Weekly Podcast, the show where no dream is too big and no topic is too small. Around here, we believe that taking imperfect action rules. So we're creating space for you to dive in and fast track your success one workshop at a time. Now, refill your coffee cup, grab your notebook, and get ready to join in on your weekly training, listen to meaningful conversation, and learn from industry experts. Here's your host, Kelly Lawson. Hello there, my Workshop Weekly Wonders. Welcome to my last show of 2020. In honor of this completely whacked year, and because it's the holidays, I thought I'd do something a little different for this week's episode. In a year where everything felt like a lot, I thought I'd pare it down a little. So there'll be no ads, there'll be no hook, and there'll be no music to this episode. Just a simple message from me to you. So get cozy, grab a cup of tea or eggnog and put your feet up for a change. You deserve it. Oh boy, do you ever. Okay, so this crazy year is almost over and maybe you can't wait to see 2020 in your rearview mirror. My friend, I can totally relate. I am so ready to move on from this year. And yet, let's not be too hasty. I think that even in stressful times, and probably especially in stressful times, we need to take the time to take stock, to pause and reflect. And so I want you to take this moment to think about all that you accomplished this year. Now, I'm not talking about epic wins. I'm thinking more about survival skills. And it doesn't need to be about business. Maybe your accomplishment is the times you did something good for yourself, like going for a walk when you felt like you couldn't be trapped in the house another minute longer. It could be the new piece of software that you mastered as our entire lives moved online this year. Maybe it's the fact that you kept your business alive during a pandemic, or that you learned some wonderful new domestic skills like how to knit or make sourdough or garden. Maybe your biggest accomplishment this year was keeping your family intact through really challenging times. Whatever it is, I want you to hold this accomplishment in your mind for a moment. And if you're struggling to come up with anything, let me help you out because you're missing the biggest accomplishment of them all. You survived a pandemic. Now, if you're anything like me, your brain probably goes directly to all those things you thought you'd do this year, but didn't. You're seeing your goals list from January and picturing all those unchecked boxes up in that pretty head of yours. I get it. I totally do. But this is not productive or even fair to yourself. And so I'm here to remind you, as I have to remind myself, that you might not have knocked every item or even most of the items off of your to-do list this year. And that is okay. It really is. I want you to give yourself grace and permission to release the unrealized dreams, the unanswered wishes, or the unmet goals. You're here listening to this. You've tuned into this podcast at least a time or two this year. You managed your life and your bills and your children, and you're here to tell the tale. And that, my friend, is worth celebrating. 
When I started this podcast back in the spring, I knew I wanted the content to be equal parts mindset and action. What I never expected was how deep and impactful the mindset shows would be. When we covered topics like imposter syndrome, scarcity mentality, how to face your biggest fears, how to cope with uncertainty, and how to be a good ally, I definitely didn't expect those episodes to be the most downloaded, but they were. Beyond all the expert advice and handy tips and tricks, above all else, I know you showed up here because you are working on a dream. That despite everything 2020 has thrown at you, you haven't given up. And I want you to know that I am proud of you. And I hope you know that you have to keep going. Because whether you've listened to every single episode three times over or just caught the occasional show here and there, you probably know by now my key message is to keep taking imperfect action. Perfect is the enemy of progress, my friend. So don't be afraid to do it wrong. Don't be afraid of failure. Just make a decision and take an intentional action no matter how tough things can get. The truth is, even the most successful among us need to show up, and some days it's going to feel like squaring a circle. But remember, on those days, it's just about putting one foot in front of the other, no matter what. So, are there decisions that you're sitting on? Did COVID put your life on hold? Does imposter syndrome have you procrastinating? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I want you to close out this year by making a commitment to yourself to keep going. I want you to proceed by promising to make a decision and take an action even when things get tough. This is how you grow. This is how you progress no matter what gets thrown in your way. This is how we come out of 2020 on top, stronger, more confident, and more resilient. This is how we salvage goodness from this year that was often, frankly, pretty poopy. I wanted to say another word, but I know some of you have kids in the car. And I won't sugarcoat that. When March happened and everything went into lockdown, including my business and all of my revenue, I was not taking it in stride, so to speak. After years of building my business from the ground up, suddenly it felt like I was right back at square one. And I gotta tell you, it was really scary in a few ways. I was worried about finances, of course, but also just wondering if and how I'd ever bounce back or if my clients would return. Honestly, I went into a pretty big panic spiral and that scarcity mentality that I had been working so hard to overcome came barging back in the door. And do you know what happened? I made mistakes. I said yes to things that I would have otherwise said no to. I dropped balls. I lost my focus. I behaved like a human under stress. Imagine that. But it wasn't all bad. Not at all. After all, this podcast was born. I reached you, our perspectives shifted, and we grew together. And in hindsight, there isn't one single thing that I regret about that. And now, as we enter into the holiday season, with all of this growth and new perspective, I think there's beauty in that. 
We might not all be physically sitting at the same table this holiday season, but let's use whatever energy we have toward a different kind of holiday to channel the quote-unquote real meaning of Christmas, to take the opportunity to ground or center ourselves. As a non-religio, Christmas to me means a time to collectively put away all of our differences, our work, our stresses, our judgments for just a day and a night, let's not underrate Christmas Eve, and be together. This year, that togetherness feels more important, but also more challenging than ever. I mean, you know this. It's a reality that we're all living. And while being together in the same room isn't possible, I think the feeling of togetherness is. So let's be creative and big-spirited about what that means this year. Let's give ourselves and each other permission to do things differently, to find joy in connecting with those you love however you can, safely. I've been jotting down some ideas I have on how to make this holiday feel abundant and fulfilling. I'm happy to share them, and I would love to hear your plans too, by the way. So be sure to send me a little message with how you're connecting this Christmas, okay? Okay, so what about doing a virtual holiday dinner or brunch? If you can be together, you can still break bread together. Coordinate a time and put the laptop down on the table and zoom it up. Heck, leave it on all day in the living room if you just want to have that feeling of being together. Put your father-in-law in in the washroom for 45 minutes for added effect. (laughs) Or is that just my family? I gotta love them. Here's a mindset one. Look for the silver linings. I mean, if nothing else, this dumpster fire year is the perfect opportunity to reinvent the holidays. For me, that means dropping the spending and picking up the connecting. So, if you have the means to do so, consider giving to those who don't have the basics instead of beefing up what's under your own tree. Consider donating to your favorite charities. If you have school-age kids, reach out to their schools to see if there are families in your community that have indicated that they're in need. Remember, this year was really hard for you, but it was probably much harder for someone else. And it's our duty as humans to look after one another. I know you'll agree. I'll link some of my favorite charities in the show notes to make this easy for you, but I know you probably already have a plan to give back up your sleeve, and that is why I love you so much. Finally, I'd like to say thank you for being a loyal listener. While looking for highlights from 2020, and I know it might feel like you need to dig deep sometimes, don't forget to add this podcast to your list. If it wasn't for 2020, I wouldn't be speaking these words into your ears right now. And if this is the only good thing that has come from 2020, that is definitely good enough for me. So thank you, dear listeners. I'm wishing every single one of you a wonderful holiday, and I cannot wait to meet you back here, same place on the first Monday of 2021. See you next year. 
Thanks for listening to the Workshop Weekly Podcast, the show where no dream is too big and no topic is too small. If you like our show and want to know more, check out www.theworkshopweekly.com or leave a review on iTunes. And we'll see you next week for another action-packed episode, you Workshop Warrior you.